the most humiliating way to die has to be like uh, autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah, where, like you're jerking off or whatever, and you're masturbating, and then and like, someone you comes hang in yourself. and kills you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quit jerking off so loud. <laughs> Brunch, hit it, boys. It's Monday, and the original OBBs are pissed. Tell them why. We're pissed at the Lights Camera Podcast, people. We're in a, uh, you know, we're in, we're in a uh, podcast uh, feud. beef feud. Yes, we finally found our marks. People were like, oh, you should get in a, a feud with Pardon My Take over the, the bad boys of podcasting. They took that thing from you. They they took uh, being a good podcast with good chemistry from you. And we're like, they, they accidentally did all those things on their own without having any fucking idea that we existed. And also, again, a feud with those guys would be the worst idea in the world. Get murdered. You just get slaughtered. Fucking <laughs> killed. What they would do is they would kill one of us and just leave the other one. To like to, to mourn. Yeah. I was going to say like maybe, have you seen Casino? No. I've been on a Joe Pesci kick. I saw that of late. Uh, they had enough of Joe Pesci shit. So what they did was they said, okay, we're bringing your brother out to Vegas so he can work with you. Great, happy thing for Joe Pesci. And then they brought him out there and they beat his brother to death in front of him, threw him in a fucking pit. Cornfield, right? And, uh, yeah. And yeah, then, have you, so scene. you've seen that? And, and then the they, baseball bat. Right? And then they beat the shit out of him and they just, they they beat them within an inch of their life and then bury them alive. So fucked up. And the animation and all that shit wasn't good enough back then. So Joe Pesci, when he's like badly beaten up, yeah. looks extra gross because they did like a bad job of extra making it gross. look like a thing. <laughs> Uh, Joe Pesci has some fucking whoppers of deaths. Let's not get sidetracked here because we're going to murder the Lights Camera podcast. Crew. All right. Let's we make actually, that a whopper you, of a you death. just took a good five minutes away. But uh, all right. Uh, so we, I didn't want to see Blockers. I thought it was the, uh, the previews made me think it was going to be the worst movie ever made. And I've already seen the worst movie ever made in The Secret Life of Pets. And that, uh, it got, it, people started saying it was good. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I tweeted I tweeted out that I uh, based off the trailers alone, Blockers looks like the worst movie of all time. And we trashed it from the very first second mm-hmm. that we saw. Like, the trailers were awful. Mm-hmm. They set the bar extremely low. And I think that's kind of why people came out and were like, wow, Blockers is actually really good. Because the trailers set the bar so low that anything better than garbage was a pleasant surprise. So I was actually pretty intrigued and excited to see it. Um, I didn't read any reviews that said why it was good. All I knew was that my eyes made it look like a very obviously bad movie. I figured that the people who reviewed it and said it was good probably in their reviews said, now I know it looked like a terrible movie, but here's why it was good. Here's why it was exciting. Here's why there were good performances, blah, blah, blah. So you saw it. We both saw it this morning and uh, you I, I told you to keep quiet when you saw it. Like let's let's go in fresh. And by the end of the movie, I was already writing a text to you, being like, "No, this 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 movie was so fucking lame." Uh, I didn't. So I, I I'll say I I didn't think that it was that bad. I thought that it was just okay. Like it was every. It so was it wasn't as necessarily good bad. As every other like mediocre comedy movie that's been made, but in like the past handful of years. But those movies didn't get fucking heralded. Right. But one of the first things that I said was. This movie was probably as good as or a little bit worse than The House, and The House got trashed. Yeah, it was worse than The House. It was it, – it, it wasn't that it was a necessarily bad movie. It was just that it was so fucking lame. And even for a movie with uh, some raunchy jokes, it was just the most fucking vanilla, yeah, like everything nothing, that you would expect yeah. kind of. And it was – like there was, there There's was nothing a, innovative about right. this. Really, it was. Uh, let's just say that the fucking climax of the movie is a under the bed while someone's having sex on top of you yeah. scene. Like, give me a fucking break. The movie, it, it fucking stunk. It wasn't the worst movie in the world, but it stunk. Um, our pal Jeff from Lights Camera Podcast uh, tweet after we both commented that it was a very good movie said, uh, "Oh, well, then I guess we got a bone to pick because uh, the three of us quote loved it." Added, uh, we all gave it in the 80s. Uh, they they score out of 100. Listeners gave it an 82. Some stuff missed, but overall, one of the better comedies this decade, IMO, which isn't to say much at all, obviously, 
Well, it is to it say is much, to say. Jeff, like, because there's been a lot of comedies made. It was not the one of the best comedies of this decade, and we were no. like, man, maybe. Uh, maybe we could go back a decade to like 2008 on, but no, like even from 2010 on, there were a lot of comedies better. And he said he classified top 15. Oh, did he? Yeah. He said I would put it in the top 15. All right. Lights, camera podcast. These are comedies this decade that were better than blockers game night. Bridesmaids. Crazy Stupid Love. Girls Trip. The Other Guys. The Nice Guys. Pop Star. Everybody Wants Some. Pitch Perfect. 21 Jump Street. Office Christmas Party. The House. Let's Be Cops. Horrible Bosses. Despicable Me. This Is The End. 22 Jump Street. Horrible Bosses 2. Baywatch. Death at a Funeral. Neighbors. Neighbors 2. Sorority Rising. Despicable Me 2. Sorority Rising. We're the Millers. Date Night. Hot Tub Time Machine. Joshy. This is 40. The To-Do List. Grand Budapest Hotel. Las Vegas. Don't Think Twice. Dirty Grandpa. And last but not least, The Martian. That's right, folks. The Martian. Fuck you, Lights Camera <laughs> Podcast. All those movies, all those comedies this decade were better than Blockers. And I don't want to see a, some of those ones again. Like, never I again. I don't need to see Let's Be Cops again. Yeah. And also, like some of those movies, you could say they're not necessarily comedies, but they were funnier than a comedy. Which means that a comedy is not the top 15 comedy of fucking the past decade. There are some of these, and I, th- I think that we did a good job of leaving them out, but there are some uh, like algorithm comedies. Like 50-50 is a comedy, and we didn't put that in because right. way too much cancer for that to be considered <laughs> yeah. a comedy. Uh, Joshi is a dark comedy, but that's more of like a... You, you can't They're qualify that comedy, as anything though. but comedy. Yeah. So there's a lot of other shit we could have put in there. There, uh, like Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. Funnier. Accidentally funnier. <laughs> uh, Lil Rel's performance in uh, Get, Get Out, Out yeah. makes it a better comedy than yeah, fucking Blockers. Like, you can say that that uh, that Blockers is like a, a morally good comedy. Like it has good intentions. It, it ha- sends decent messages. Yeah. But like. It's a comedy, and the jokes aren't that funny, so right. it cannot be great. There were only two good parts of the movie. Uh, the very end, where they kind of repeat the joke, but they do it in a funnier way, um, where they, they're all reading text messages again, and this time it's about them doing drugs. Yep. And uh, the the kids are just very, very overt in um, their... In, they're, they're not very subtle with, yeah. uh, with say, how they're talking about the drugs. The kids are not very funny in this kids movie. Kids aren't funny. The adults aren't funny. The saving grace of this the movie is fucking John Cena. John Cena, if John Cena is the best part of a movie, what a bad movie. Yeah, no, I, I thought that I thought that the parents were okay. I thought uh, Ike Barinholtz was pretty good. They uh, uh, they limited his minutes big time, and I think it was smart of them. You know whose limited's got minute, uh, minimized big time? Who? Hannibal Burris. Yeah. He, was, he had potential to be pretty funny, and his uh, dynamic with Ike Barinholtz yes. I thought could have been great, but they they really like left him on the sidelines, and mm-hmm. I said this after I saw the movie. Every movie that Hannibal Burris is in, like mm-hmm. its Achilles heel is that Hannibal Burris isn't in it enough. I like Baywatch, he wasn't in it. Yeah, so Baywatch, so like Neighbors uh wasn't in it enough. Neighbors he was outstanding in. Right, but he wasn't in it enough. But he always they they give him so that role, like if there were more of that, it wouldn't be as funny. Like the funniest line so of they Neighbors tried not is to John Ralphio him. Yes, exactly. The funniest part of that movie is uh Never call here again. <laughs> Never call you for the police. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. There is they they run the risk because he he has very very funny small parts that I feel like if expanded would water it down. Like his worst role is fucking daddy's home, and he's in that one quite a bit. Oh, that's right. And, and it moves in <laughs> right. Like like the, the funniest part of that ends up being that like all right, so he's he's in this too much, but. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I was thinking about that. Like Hannibal Burris is a very funny guy who, for some reason, his movie parts don't do it. Like they they don't, you know. I think that he's great, uh, but like he he for sure is like not getting past like a sixth man. Yeah, he's never gonna crack a starting lineup apparently. Um, but we should mention the fact that 
we invited the Lights Camera Podcast guys to uh, to come and defend themselves here, mm-hmm. and they were cowards because they knew that they were wrong. Well, here is the actual plan. We were going to have uh, Jeff on, and we said, like, we just need you for a few minutes, and it was going to be, hello, Jeff, you there? And you'd be like, yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. And we'd go, hey, motherfucker, here are the comedies since Straight 2010 that are tactics. better. And then we were going to list those all off, and then we were going to, last but not least, we were both going to go, the Martian, and fuck you, Jeff, and then hang, hang up on them. Oh, man. Well, fuck you, Jeff. Can we get uh, what's this? Can we get Travis Yost on the horn and just do it to <laughs> him instead? Like Travis Yost is our uh, Darren Novell, where if like we're just like kind of mad about something, yeah. we'll call him and then just hang up. That would be amazing if we could have uh, just kind of like a, a target for anything like that. Um, so there are other things that took place in the movies this week, including us seeing uh, A Quiet Place, which we'll hit on a little bit. I'll say this quickly off top about A Quiet Place. Uh, Usually, there are movies that you're like, oh, man, you got to see this in theaters. I would recommend you not see this movie in theaters because you will be distracted by any other fucking thing going on and you're going to want to kill every other person in the theater. Both movies I saw this weekend, both A Quiet Place and Blockers, motherfuckers were just having side conversations. Well, I uh, I was the asshole the first time that I saw it. A Quiet Place, because, by the way, I saw A Quiet nice. Place twice nice. and Blockers once. Uh, I went to A Quiet Place, and I hadn't eaten lunch, and mm-hmm. it was like at one of those awkward screening times, like a one thirty or something. I wanted to bring this up with you, but go on. Uh, it was like a one thirty, uh, so I knew that I was going to be starving by the time the movie got out, so I had to eat something, and I didn't have time before the movie. So I got to AMC, and I did one of those cold cut trays. I saw, yeah, the little charcuterie situation. Yeah, charcuterie uh, tray, and I brought it into the movie, and those charcuterie trays have, like, four of those, like, very, very loud, crunchy biscuit things, Mm -hmm. Um, and... So there was like four of those. The movie started immediately as I sat down. I had four of them. It took me about 35 minutes to eat them because I was like chewing like. Mm. And how are you to know there's a good opportunity in the beginning to do it. But how how could you see that coming? Yeah. You don't know the rules of the movie. Yet. I know. You don't know uh, how that movie works. I just knew that it was fucking silent for about 95% of the first hour. Yeah. And it was very very difficult to eat loud crunchy crackers so my question was like you get those at the movies because uh, a how are they that sounds interesting i'm a big charcuterie guy uh not the first time that i've gotten them it's probably like the third or fourth hmm. never regret it they're always pretty great what what kind of cold cuts you they working with uh i got salami mm-hmm. and there's uh cheese mm-hmm. and crackers it's pretty so, simple oh okay it's just like a nice little uh, like picking food. Yeah, I wish that uh, salami. How th- how thick we working with the salami? Thick AF. Okay, so it's like a pepperoni essentially. Basically, yeah, yeah. I don't think. I, do you know the difference between salami and pepperoni? Other than uh, the size, I know the taste, but no. Is there? A, oh yeah, that's right. Yes, I think salami stinks. Come to think of it, I think salami is better than pepperoni. Really? Yeah. You ever have pepperoni? Uh, pepperoni? Is- like <laughs> yeah <laughs> cut that uh, up eat it pepperoni is a uh, a is um in it's like a complimentary meat you need mm. a you need it something else mm. and then the pepperoni like supplements it so you think that salami is like a leading it, man it can yeah oh man well yeah what do you do with salami i remember when i was a kid sometimes i'd put salami on sandwiches but like i think salami can I'm be an adult a, it can be a, a, a lead uh it'd be a headliner interesting it, it I, was. Yeah. Um, I got uh, my usual because it was. I, I did some morning viewings this weekend. I did. Uh, so I was actually getting sick. So I got the odd combination of orange juice, coffee, and uh, raisinets. But they don't have actual raisinets. That is there. a so, really weird hat trick that you it was there. Very, and uh, what, there, what order did you drink those? Eat and drink those in. Uh, I probably had. I probably chugged half a bottle of the orange juice first, then sat, started sipping on the coffee for a little bit, then busted into those uh, raisinets. And I actually, I I was pretty good at because uh, real. I I I got in there as the movie was starting, so I had to do the uh, the transfer, the old uh, the fucking Chris Christie of getting them from the <laughs> bag to the box, but. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll talk about that movie in a second. Uh, I also wanted to hit on some. Oh, the the fact that fuckers are talking during the movies. So blockers, 
People were talking at full volume behind me. This was one day after, during A Quiet Place, two people came in late, asked each other 3,000 fucking times if they could see. You're... It's a movie theater. They don't put seats just, anywhere where you so that you can see. Right, you are facing the screen. It's they they're not positioning you so sight lines are like going to be an issue. They literally call it theater seating when there are all, all facing one thing. Yes, yes, with fucking sight lines. So they're sitting there, and there was there was like a fuck. They were fucking riffing on whether or not they could see. And I'm like, oh brother, what a bunch of idiots! People haven't been to a movie theater before. And then they confirmed they hadn't been to a movie theater before because one of them got up, the one that was on the inside. And then as they were getting up, they said, "Can you move your feet so I can get through?" These people have apps had no confidence yeah. in the fucking movie theater planners because <laughs> yeah. they thought that they're positioning the seats so you can't see. Well, they think this is like a fucking baseball game where you right. got to like evacuate the aisle to that get would down. Be, I'll tell you, if they didn't do that correctly, <laughs> it would be chaos because people would be like, hey, can you move your feet? And you'd be like, oh, because that's actually what happens at baseball games where people are drinking. I'd so surprised that there aren't more issues at baseball games. Yeah. I mean, it is a uh, – sporting events are really, like – you can tell that they're kind of outdated, like the arenas, mm-hmm. because, like, some of them don't have fucking cup holders. Yeah. Some of them you have to get up whenever somebody wants to go down an aisle. Yeah. It sucks. Everybody should uh, – movie theaters honestly, like, lead the league in convenience. Yeah, you, you should not be inconvenienced by another person at a movie theater. Yeah, in terms of like where you're sitting in your seat, because it is designed that you, so you do not have to fucking move for an entire two hours. The only thing that can really disturb uh, the experience is, is the behavior other of other people. Yeah. Like it's not going to be, oh man, I feel bad that I'm getting up this many times because I'm well. Like that that's not hurting people. No, you're fucking talking. You're snoring. You're. Uh, and your incorrect text or phone usage, yeah, because there is phone usage that you can do if you know how to fucking do right. it. And it sucks because I feel like the better that movie theaters have gotten at making sure other people can't disturb you, the the people are making up for it by being fucking assholes. Totally agree. Totally agree. Like, I was thinking... Like, I, movie I was theater etiquette thinking, has like, gotten so much worse. Yes, yes. I was like, there's no fucking way. I don't know how long this couple behind me has been together, but there's no way that fucking back in the day they were just going to movies and fucking having a chat because people would be saying, like, people would, yeah, hey, yeah. so here's what I thought of. Uh, because while... because I want to say first, before you get into this, mm-hmm. I went to the movies with my cousin like a month ago. Oh, God. And... No, uh, it's a good, it's a feel good story here. Uh, we went to see Red Sparrow and there was like a person so far, not, not very feel good. (laughs) There was a person, uh, up like, a. we were like in the first row, you know how like at, uh, some movie theaters, there's like two sections. There's like a front section and then like a back section and it's separated by a Mm -hmm. walk, uh, handicap accessible. Framingham mass got that going on. And so we were in the first row of the back section and then the person in the last row of the first section was on his phone like full brightness fucking blaring just like holding it straight in front of his face very distracting my cousin got up immediately went to him was like hey buddy no really yeah and then came back to the seat and i was like damn that is that is a that's a guy that you want on your team that would not have improved my movie theater experience that would have just been fucking scared the rest of the 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 whole fucking time person was gonna snap a lot of fucking movie theater stories start with hey excuse me could you please keep that down and then the the guy gets murdered (laughs) that fucking happens um well i guess like there's a chance my cousin was willing to take because and i kind of respect him for it because mm -hmm. That shit would have driven me crazy for like 30 minutes. What was your cousin wearing? I don't know. Well, he wasn't wearing like a fucking bulletproof vest. No, I'm just saying like, how was he dressed? Like a normal person. So if, if he's dressed like a normal person, it's a fucking wild move. If he's wearing fucking sweats, if he's got fucking food on his face and he goes over and he's like, Hey man. Don't fucking do that. Then you're like, oh, man, this guy's got nothing to lose. He's at the end of his rope. He's fucking he doesn't care that he's fucking taking this risk no, right my now. My cousin was presentable. Yeah. That's, your your cousin is a fucking idiot. Then <laughs> that's a, that is I mean, I'm glad it worked out for you guys. It's, oh, it's, it's great. It's terrific that it worked out for you guys. I would have been like, 
when, if I were you, when he got back, I've been like, don't you ever fucking do that shit without my permission again. It's well, like giving somebody, it's like giving the car next to you the finger while you're driving. You're like, hey, <laughs> yeah. you're just fucking giving someone the finger for me. You have to consult me. Yeah, that does uh, that does give you a little. It did give me a little bit of anxiety, but the guy put his phone away really fucking fast, mm. and there was like no pushback. So I was like, "This, this is." Uh, I'm glad that worked story. out well. Uh, my solution is, uh, and I've actually been workshopping it mentally for the last minute or so. <laughs> I was going to say on each sides of the inside of the chair. So like the the controls usually for the chair are like on top, like near the cup holder. Yeah, I'm talking about on the inside. Okay. So it'll have just like a theater map, kind of, Yeah. on both sides. So in case someone's in your row, they don't see that you're doing it to them. And you just press the area, and uh, there will be just like little lights in the back of the seats. So if, if you're a few rows up from me on the right, I just press that area, and then all the seats there, there will just be a little light that will say, uh, quiet, please. It just pops up saying, quiet, please. And you're like, it could be anybody. And if you're the one that's talking, you're like, okay, I know that I've upset somebody. Another thing would be. Yeah, but I feel like that's way too passive aggressive. People would get fucking pissed over it. Well, they'd say like, who fucking pressed that? Yeah, but they should understand you're the one that did something wrong. Also, that opens up the opportunity of people fucking pissing you off by pressing that when nobody's doing anything. Right. So, yeah, like you'll get that and you'll be like, wait, who's doing it? So, uh. Uh, it would also take into consideration weight. So if there's, so it wouldn't be all the chairs over there. It wouldn't be like the whole fucking row lights up because if no one's in those chairs, then yeah. it's it's very similar to the uh, thing that they do with parking now, where there are lights above the parking spaces that say like whether or not or there's a car. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could have that, or. Really, you could also just have like little microphones in every fucking God. seat, this and if it like detects a- talking, it just says "quiet, please." I, th- quiet. I, I just I say we go way more aggressive. There should be fucking microphones, and if you're talking, shocks you. Yeah, exactly. A little shock collar. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> And uh, then a little dog pops up. And, like, you get three strikes and it just fucking, like, injects something into, like, your back. And It'll you be like, uh, I forget what experiment it was, but... The uh, Bucko experiment? No, yes. Yes. It'll be like <laughs> the Bucko experiment. Your head just explodes yes. if you talk during a movie? Where it's like, in. yo, why do you think we scanned the back of your neck when you bought your fucking uh, c- candy? <laughs> think that was for charcuterie? <laughs> you got a fucking thing in there. So I'm out. I'm hoping people do that because really... Snoring is bad. Talking during movies is bad. I can tolerate if someone's fucking playing around with their phone. It's annoying, but I'm like, I, I know that these if are the ages. This is the times bright, in which we live. If it's not in full brightness, I'm okay with it. Yeah, like if you're if you're making somewhat of an attempt to hide it, whether it's like by the brightness on your phone or just like your positioning, hmm. I'm okay with it. At least give a little fucking effort. Yeah. Uh, did any previews grab you? Uh, I'm trying to think what it, oh, uh, the new Johnny Knoxville movie was very funny. Yes. Uh, I am very interested in that. It's basically like a, a jackass movie with him and Chris Pontius and it just works in a storyline. The best part of, uh, jackass people doing anything is you're always surprised that, uh, that guy's still alive because you know that one of them died. And so like when you said Chris Pontius is in it, I was like, I think you're the only person who forgets like what person from jackass died because I think we've, was it Ryan Dunn? Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. No, yeah, then I got it. Because, like, I think we brought up Steve-O. I'm always surprised that steve yeah. But that's, that's not like, a what? me thing. Steve-O's alive? Every, like, while Jackass was on, I was always surprised <laughs> that Steve-O was still alive. That guy almost got himself killed so many times. But I think we talked about this. Johnny Knoxville, for sure, did the most dangerous things. Yeah, like, 100%. Johnny, and Johnny he was, Knoxville, like, addicted to it. Yeah. He Johnny was, like, Knoxville was, like, the El Prez of that group where, like... Portnoy doesn't always do like the coolest or grandest things or whatever, but like when the shit goes down, yeah. it's generally Portnoy. Yeah. Um, and like the thing with with uh, with Knoxville was that he would just like keep doing shit after they stopped filming because yeah. he just couldn't stop like inflicting pain on himself. Does he? Uh, he doesn't have a lot of tattoos, huh? I don't think so. He has some. I could see that being the case because whenever people are like, oh, I bet you like tattoos. I bet you like the pain and everything. Like Tattoos aren't fucking painful. Yeah. I could see Giant Oxville having no tattoo or having one tattoo because he's like, I tried it one time and like are you fucking shit. kidding me? Yeah. 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 Uh, pussy shit. So, uh, the one thing about Johnny Knoxville and like, it's, I can't believe that this is still funny to me, but like, 
every time he does a fucking crazy stunt, he always has like a very similar reaction where he just like rithers rides around on the ground mm. and he's like, ah, ah, <laughs> right. and it's the same thing every time and it should be old by now, but it's still so fucking funny every time. Uh, your boy Hannibal Burris is in another movie called Tag. Yes. You see the preview for that? With John it's Hamm. John Hamm, Jake Johnson, Jeremy Renner, Ed Helms, Hannibal Burris. Uh, it's about a bunch of adults who play tag with each other. It also stars Isla Fisher, and I texted you this. Have you noticed that? Isla Fisher, they keep giving her roles where she does an American accent, and no one has to contort their face more to do an accent that isn't theirs than Isla Fisher. Like, the only time that she like effectively pulled off an American accent was when she played an absolutely crazy yeah, person. Yeah, a nut bars person. <laughs> yeah. in, uh, and it kind of worked because yeah. she had to to contort her face and it worked in her favor. But that movie looks pretty interesting. I saw it was based on a true story. For sure. So I, when it says I based on a that. true story, part of a joke? I bet that they're assuming like that has to be a thing. Like okay. adults who just fucking play tag sometimes. I think that, yeah, most things you can say just like probably based on a true story or well, sharing Fargo, a story. They just with- lie. Oh really? Yeah. Fargo. They're just like, uh, based on, uh, based on true events mm. and it's not true. <laughs> uh, another one that's coming up is truth or dare. I think we've seen this preview now, uh, uh a million times. million times and we're I'm probably gonna have intrigued. to see it. Yeah. yeah and, uh, so it's about people who play truth or dare and their face turns weird and then shit happens. Uh, one thing I noticed during the preview, there's uh, a couple having sex, and then the girl's face turns into the face that you don't want to see. It's mm-hmm. like the bad face, um, and then the, I, I presumably that person dies. Uh, that happens a lot in movies, in horror movies, where people just die while having sex. Would that be uh, an appetizing way to go? Uh, I guess... But then your body's found naked, and yeah. that's not where not the way. It's that no I on go. all counts for me. Like I'm down to like be, die while I'm doing what I love, but I do not want to be found naked. Hmm. Uh. I yeah. I just think that it would be yeah. It's just too much of a thing that like they find you that way, and, and then they have to like investigate what happened. Right. But I would like the idea of someone like finding my dead body and being like, "Oh, DJ, nice man." Well, he's, uh, <laughs> way I, to go, bro. I mean, the most humiliating way to die has to be like uh, autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah, where, like you're jerking off or whatever, and you're masturbating, and then and like, someone comes in yourself. and kills you. Yeah, <laughs> no. quit jerking off so loud. <laughs> Use lotion, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Why is there fucking smoke coming from here? You don't know how to jerk off the right way. Boom. <laughs> No, the way like you're found hanging because you mm-hmm. like that fucking sh- hanging suicide play that people do. Is that over yet? I God, I hope so. Because for a while they were like, hey, that was like a thing on the news. Like, hey, don't jerk off with a belt around your neck. And they're like, wait, this just in. Don't fucking eat Tide Pods. <laughs> hey, don't snort condoms. And now I think that, that, that if you're like, wait, so can I still jerk off with a, with a uh, belt around my neck? They're like... You're not snoring condoms, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, open, wait, open your mouth. Yeah, no Tide Pod. I, I suppose that's fine. Um, lastly, uh, the preview for The First Purge came out, yeah. and it's got a legit cast. This is the fourth Purge movie. The first one had a legit cast. Not really. Just had Ethan Hawke, but that was a thing. And then the next one... Ethan Hawke isn't enough for me. Yeah. (laughs) Not for those movies. And the next one was QB1. Uh, The third one, I don't think anybody was in it. And now we got uh, Marissa Tomei. As like a semi-villain. Yeah. And Daniel, I think she's like the one that starts the purge. Yeah. And then Daniel from Insecure... Uh, I was going to ask, so you think we'll see this one? But I'm, well, I'm sure seeing that, see that yeah. shit anyway. You've uh, seen all of them, right? I have not seen all of them. I did not see the uh, the Trump one. Ah, uh, the, the Keep America Great yeah, one, uh, which he's fucking actually going through yep. with that. And also there's uh, the dad or the principal from uh, Everything Sucks, which I don't think you Oh, watched, really? Yeah, I he's haven't. Like, he's like the uh, middle-aged white guy. If I want Everything Sucks, I uh, I have my life. But like this looks like a uh, very politically woke. Yes, it, yes, yes. I also got that impression. They think that, which is funny because this one takes place before any of the... Uh, uh, bef- obviously before any of them because yeah. it's a prequel and 
the first one, it seems that there's like more uh, understanding of uh, like racial divide and shit like that than there would be seemingly like 10, 15, 20 years down the road. Yeah. Which I guess makes sense because they're just like, oh, you know, we don't care about anything anymore. We just kill each other once a year. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the this one, it seems like there is like a, a strong focus on basically like eliminating lower class. Yeah. Well, that's the like thing. Like the, systematic elimination of the lower class. Right. Because it's not. I think it's I think they they kind of hammer it home at the end of the movie of the first one that you're like, oh, okay, so this is just all really about uh, population control, getting rid of the pores, mm-hmm. and then going from there. So, yeah, I'm going to fucking see it, and I'm very excited. It's probably going to be a shit movie, but, yeah. Uh, I want to ask you this. How do you feel about Mission Impossible, the new one? Because that... I haven't seen any of those movies. Really? No. Okay, but how do you feel about the trailer for the new one? Because I think... Love it. Can't I, wait. <laughs> really? No. No, I was going to say. But I, I keep seeing that in like every movie that I go in. And I will say, it is one of the best trailers that I've seen in a while. It's probably the best trailer that I've seen since... Uh, Baywatch. No, since Happy The Kingsman. Ah, uh, those have some good trailers. The Kingsman, the Sinatra one, was like... Uh, that. Oh, yeah, with Os- My Way. Yeah, yeah, that deserved an Oscar for the trailer alone. Um, I think that the new Mission Impossible trailer is fantastic. Nice. Well, we said that we are going to talk about A Quiet Place. Oh, what is that did we, we hear? Like oh. And how did everyone look? Are we stealing stuff from it? Is it problematic? It's brunch. Movie reviews. A Quiet Place is what we are reviewing. It is the directorial debut from John Krasinski, probably, right? This has to be the first thing that I he's directed. So, yeah. yeah, it's the directorial debut from John Krasinski. It stars him and his lovely bride, Emily Blunt. Sure his is. bride, not uh, his wife. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think... That's how Southerners like say it. a statue of limitations for... Statute. No, it's a statue. It's oh, like a is there? statue. Okay. Yeah. It's a statue of limitations, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's got to apply to bride, right? What, calling someone your bride? Yes. No, well, I think it's just a Southern thing. Really? You call your wife your bride. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's usually And then if you're uh, anywhere else, you call them my wife. <laughs> usually uh, in the Southern states, they call them your sister, but... No, not bad. Yeah, that was funny. Funnier than A Quiet Place, because that shit was not funny. <laughs> Boo! Bad movie. No, this movie was dope. It was... It was uh, great. It was, uh, it, the, the hair really stands on the back of your neck the whole time. It's about, uh, it's set in the future. There are monsters that attack sound, so you gotta be really fucking quiet. So everyone, by everyone, we mean just one family, because everyone else is dead. Not uh, true. They, oh yeah, that's true. There are those two people, but then they die. No, there's a lot, there's a, there's other people, like, uh, when John Krasinski is sitting on top of his, uh, grain silo, mm-hmm. he looks out and you can, you can see, like, the oh, other right. fires being lit. There yeah, are other yeah, people yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, the, but they, 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 themselves. they communicate with, uh, with sign language and, um, it's, it's good because it's super fucking short. It is 90, it is it straight is, 90 minutes. It is under 90 minutes. Is it? I thought yeah. It was, I thought it was straight up 90 minutes it's listed at 90 and i'd have to go in again and with the fucking stopwatch it's closer to like an hour 20 an hour 25 but it makes the most of every fucking second of the totally which is one of the my major pluses right is that it's it's very singular it Mm -hmm. sticks to the point uh and it does not waste a second and i love that about it it's just literally about how the how they figure out how to kind of conquer these monsters that exist. And if honestly, if this movie were an hour 40, an hour 45, like usually if it's a short movie, that's a bad sign. Pop star is under 90. And that's an example of a short movie that you're like, Oh great. It's great. The way it is. Wouldn't want it to be longer. This is that way. And like the last 15 minutes, it all, because you can't totally tell the whole time if, like what they're trying to accomplish, like like, what the, what, like the movie's is. trying to tell yeah. you, you know, and it's just about these. There are these monsters that exist. If they hear sounds, they find you and they kill you. And this movie is about how this family figures out how to stop them. Uh, it occurs while they're having a baby, which not ideal. Don't have sex if they <laughs> yeah. just fucking just give up sex. I if, wish that they kind of showed that. To I was see, thinking about that to see like how you have sex, right? Because like a lot of. A lot of sh- <laughs> yeah. Don't like, make any of those sounds. Like they won't even let each other whisper, but yet they're they're out here banging it out. 
Yeah, there's a, there is a, there is a lot of uh, they have to go to the waterfall to do it. <laughs> yeah, but it might be. That's it. where they go to make their sounds. Yeah, uh, there are some like unanswered questions in here, and which is why I'm I'm not giving it a perfect score. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess if we want to do the scores now. I give it a three point three point eight out of four. Okay, I really really liked it, but there are uh, there are a few questions that I have. Um, before I get to the questions, I'll say uh, it, things that I liked about it. Again, it didn't waste time. It was to the point. It was scary, but not corny or cheesy. Right. Um, and that seems to be like the downfall of a lot of quote unquote scary movies yeah. that come out. And now. it's a PG thirteen scary movie, which right. like, so, so kudos. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I think that that works in its favor as well. Like it it doesn't resort to gore. There's no mm. gory parts of this. It's, it's just not suspenseful. Gross. It is yeah. it is very effectively suspenseful. Um, like the entire second half of the movie is just like absolute. It's the most tense that I've been in a movie theater in a while. So that's the thing. I want to give it a higher score for that reason. I have it as a 3.4 for liking it out of four. And honestly, like the second half of the movie, the last 20 minutes, I want to give a 10 out of four. If you want to talk about the things that we didn't like or like the questions that we have, go for it. Okay. <laughs> um, well, you, when you're talking about the, how short it is, it felt. I know you don't watch Black Mirror, but it felt like a Black Mirror episode. To okay, me because like some of the Black Mirror episodes are on the longer end, and they feel like short movies. Uh, this felt like that to me. Um, I one of my downsides was I wasn't blown away by the alien thing. Uh, <laughs> it was just like it was just. Well, kind this of, the, we're getting into the looks category okay, here. All yeah, right, all right. Um, the logic issues. Uh, there was a few logic issues for me. Mm-hmm. The one scene, there's like a scene where they're just like all of a sudden talking in their basement mm-hmm. and it's okay to talk. They don't really explain that. They have like a very important speaking scene. It's right well that they're the, working on the, uh, they're working on like insulating and soundproofing the hell out of the basement. And then when they, uh, something happens in down there, I forget what. But they say they're like we like yeah, we finally okay did it. Now, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I, so I didn't understand what had happened mm. that made it okay to speak. Yeah, I think it's. I have to see it again, but I think like he's just been like building and working on shit like that. Okay, which I don't know how you build that stuff because like you can't hammer anything. Or <laughs> yeah, I know uh, you. D- did you ever wonder like they couldn't have found a better spot to live than in that place? Like why didn't they live by the river? Why didn't they live by the waterfall? They do. Like, but you like, mean, like, right next to it? Yeah, where they can, like, speak normally. That's actually, uh, I don't know, like, maybe, like, uh, I don't know if there'd be flooding or anything like that, but okay. you have to build a new house. Or, like, something straight up underground, because it says get underground, mm-hmm. and then they seem to be safer when they're in their basement, and yeah. they kind of lock the things upstairs. Hmm. Uh, there's nothing that you can find underground somewhere that's better. It just seems like they, they could have had better options than just, like, a house on a farm. Yeah, yeah, true. But I think again, like I, uh, construction is uh, construction ability is so limited That's because true. they'll just fucking hear shit. Uh, how did they power things? Um, with I don't know, like a generator. But wouldn't a generator <clears throat> cause noise? Generators are loud as hell. Uh, well, if there was like a damn situation they got going on, I don't know. I don't really know how any of that shit works there's anyway. Some, there's some things that go unexplained. Yeah. Um, but, uh, why didn't the, why couldn't the daughter go in the basement? Why are, are monsters in this movie? Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. But I did like that they didn't explain that. Yeah. I thought that it was like kind of unnecessary to explain it. Well, so. I'm saying like in shit like the, in like science fiction, stuff like that. It's like, if this exists, then everything exists. I don't know. How did they shower? How did they sleep? What if they snore? I just have a lot so of So I wrote that down. I said this is a good movie because it would eliminate snores. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, I just had I have a, I just have so many questions that I need answered. Okay. Uh Not all of them are important. Okay. Uh how did everybody look? Uh I put a uh, I put a 2 out of 2, but now that I realize that we're going to include the monsters in this yeah, category, I, I have to bump it down. I will say a uh a 1. Point I'll say a 1.3. I'll deduct 0. 0.7 yeah. for monsters because the monster was just like very generic. It seemed like a very like aliens sort of monster. I gave it a one out of two. I'm okay with how those monsters looked if they were going to show them as minimally as they did in the beginning of the movie where like when you'd see the monster, it would come and they'd be gone. Like I yeah. love that shit. And then once they started fucking hanging out with them and stuff, I was like, all right, then you have to, they have to look better if you're going to do this. They had like Jurassic Park teeth. They had like Tyrannosaurus Rex teeth. 
It was just like very over the top. I think that it would have been, they could have found a way to make it even more creepier. Yeah. If the monsters were a little bit more like nondescript. And the way that they attacked you was like, they just come and they just fucking, they got these fucking arms. They just fucking slice you up. Yeah. So why, so they showed it and it has a bunch of fucking teeth and I'm like, okay, so should its meals be concerned? Because that's not how they're killing And they said people. that the, the, the monsters were heavily armored, but they didn't really, like, show anything that... It's, uh... So, like, they would open up and everything, and then they would be exposed, and that's where you could kind of shoot them. Okay. Uh, but when they'd be just walking around, everything was, like... T- they had, like, a very hard exterior that, okay. if you shot it, didn't do any good. All right. Uh, I thought John Krasinski looked great. They both looked great, yep. I thought. I thought uh, that uh, she looked borderline unbelievable for those conditions, but I'll whatever. Again, it's a fucking movie. I'll allow it. I guarantee that anybody who has a foot fetish would give this movie a two out of two because there was a lot of naked feet shown. Oh yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. Uh, I are you a uh, like cover your face, close your eyes guy in movies? I become one of those. No, I did not close my eyes at all. Every time that the nail was in play, I that closed my sure eyes and looked gave away. Me a lot of anxiety. Yeah, I'm just, I'm um, just like a. Every time someone was walking down the stairs, I just fucking covered my eyes because I wasn't <laughs> going to do that shit. I, I watched it, and it, it, it really wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, just, like, the thought of it makes me yeah. like, cringe and gag. So, uh, no, but I that think might be fine. the most unbelievable part of the movie, that she stepped Steps on, on a nail while through. in labor and is just leaves it out like, oh. <laughs> that's yep. kind of it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, the full, the full like labor scene was the most anxiety that I've had mm. in the theater in a long. So long that time. I for sure was thinking, why don't they just have her uh, do it by the waterfall? But then you have to get the fucking baby all the way back. Mm-hmm. So I understood it. I got it. Uh, are we stealing anything from it? I don't know what the hell I could even steal from this. Yeah. Um, and then, like, leading a quieter life, like, <laughs> yeah. like picking up sign language. Uh, I think that maybe uh, it might be a good idea if you have a baby to get it a gas mask and just put it in a closed box. Yeah, that was how you, I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't like watching that either. It was uncomfortable to watch, but it's like also that you got to do what you got to do. Mm. Uh, if I ever see a waterfall, I think maybe I'll go up to him and be like, like Woo! I could see right. myself doing that. That's like a point five. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else I could steal from it. Like having a family? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that if my uh, if my future wife or you mm-hmm. uh, that my significant other dies, mm-hmm. then you just stand outside screaming until somebody comes and kills you. That's a pretty cool move. Uh, wait, does she die? Wait, no, 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 no. Who does that? The old guy. Oh, the old guy. Oh, okay. Wait, I was like, wait, did I fucking miss a huge thing? You missed the deleted scene. She died after all that? Right, especially with how the movie, she plays a very central uh, part of the last scene. Um, All right, so I'll tell you, its it's score isn't looking as hot as I thought it was going to be. Is it problematic? I think having a baby in an apocalypse is somewhat problematic. Keep it in your pants. (laughs) Like, just... I understand you guys are a great looking couple, but for how, uh, I thought John Krasinski was awesome in this. I thought him and Emily Blunt were great. Yeah. Uh, Emily Blunt is sort of in the Linda Cardellini character where she is at her best when she is worried. Well, I actually like wrote down that anxious. the, uh, son in that movie is, uh, young boy, Linda Cardellini. Really? Because he's always like, his face always like, no, oh, yeah. ah, fuck, we're going to make that. He was total Linda Cardellini. But, uh, but he's like, he was sort of like in, in the over the top. In category. fact, those facial expressions will bump up. How did everybody look? Uh, three points to a, uh, 1.3. There we go. We're both at a 1.3. Yeah, no, I think I think Emily Blunt, like she was she was sort of a nervous wreck in uh, Sicario as well. And I she played that, that role. Uh, yeah, you do. She played that role pretty well because like her facial expressions are just like always like, man, that girl is going through some shit. Oh, actually, I'm going to give this a uh, 0.5 out of two for problematic because why they fucking play music the whole time if you can't have sounds. You notice that? They're walking around and there's fucking horns playing. <laughs> no, no wonder they're fucking trouble. How about that humor? Nailed it. Yeah, because there was I was I was very focused on the soundtrack because a lot of it was like uh, 
like guitar harmonics or like light piano. But then every now and then there would be like fucking like yeah. trumpets and shit like that. And I was like, too loud. <laughs> God damn it, John. You're putting your family in jeopardy yes, here. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, one of the things that uh, I was, another one of my lingering questions was you mentioned music, but like, why didn't they just fucking play loud music to draw them somewhere all somewhere? Else. Yeah. And yeah, or just like play loud music somewhere fucking else where they Let just that like shit go. On fire. Yeah. Yeah. Like ex- fucking plant a bomb there and explode them. Like he's working on creating a hearing aid for his daughter. Why isn't the guy working on a bomb to blow these motherfuckers up? That's actually very true. That's got to be the biggest thing. And they're essentially doing the same. They, they have that same idea with the fireworks. Yeah. So like if you know that you can draw them away with loud sounds, why don't you draw them someplace where you can kill them? Yes. You know what? They're so... Uh, it is problematic because what kind of man uh, he's supposed to be uh, leading his family, a father of three, a father of two. Mm. Get it? Actually, three, no, three, no, three, a three. father of three. He could have been, could have been a four. Former father of three turned father of two turned father of three. Yes, congrats on the S. Um, and but yeah, he's he's playing defense instead of offense, so mm-hmm. a little problematic. Yeah. Not, not not my uh, yeah, not my cup well, of yeah, tea. Yeah, and they they make him out to be a, a hero in in saving, but he could have been a lot more effective. Okay. as could uh, have the uh, the daughter, the deaf daughter, who causes sort there are sort problems of causes, there. Sort of causes deaths for two members of the family. Yeah, she's not she's not really great at any of the things that she attempts in this movie, mm. but. Not all, not every kid. No, yeah, not every kid is perfect. That's she. She hasn't helped her family a lot. No. Uh, uh, did you know that she's actually deaf? Really? Yeah, in real life. Nice. I like when uh, when rather than having someone do an accent or having someone act this way or whatever, like fucking um, Breaking Bad, R.J. Mitty. Oh right, yeah. Yes. I also uh, it didn't work out too well for for Clint Eastwood though when he tried to do uh, the fifteen seventeen to Paris. I don't get that reference. Because he put the actual heroes in the movie, and everybody was like, wow, these people suck at acting. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Hilarious. Okay. Uh, I got my final score. It's uh, a little upsetting, but this is a tried and true system. It's uh, it's tried and true system, and I gave it a 5.7 out of 10. Sort of close to what I have. I have a 6.6. Hmm. Which is way lower than I would expect because, again, I gave it a 3.8 out of 4 on the like it scale. It's kind of a bummer that we have it this low. Like 6.6, I would think, would be the bare minimum of what we should have. Oh, well. You can't, it's, can't fucking fault the system. Uh, Hotel California entered my life for a little bit this weekend. And Hotel California is one of the songs that when I hear it, I'm on like a fucking two month long kick of it. Just listening to every fucking version ever recorded, dissecting every fucking corpuscle of it. And another thing about it is that it's like one of my quintessential, it's not a me thing. It's an everybody thing. Uh, it's like a goosebumps song. Yeah. You said that this weekend and I, and I had, uh, I had to ask for a clarification. Cause I, I was sad for you because that me like, do you, so like songs that you hear and as you're listening to them, whether it's at a certain part or just the whole time that you like your fucking arms and the fucking hair on your arms and your whole body is just going through chills because it just fucking gets you so deep. Yeah, no, I didn't. I, did, I, I, I don't know if I've had that experience like uh, enough to say that it's a thing. Hmm. I think maybe like it just happened a few times in passing. But like when you when you explain it, you're like it sort of like touches your soul yeah. or it's like a creepy So like the thing. end of... Uh, so like no like not a creepy thing like a uh, like emotional thing so like the okay. end of Silver Springs for example so Silver Springs is my number one okay. one for that uh, when it gets to the end of the song and she starts doing the starts doing the ad libs that's when like my fucking the the hairs on on the arms my my arms grow hair you don't get that not really wow I don't think so I mean like. It's it's never something that I've noticed. I asked you to come up with some songs that give you that, so now I feel bad. No, I like I, I thought about it, and like I think that I came up with a list of songs that I would imagine uh, if I paid attention mm. that these songs would give them to me. Okay, what would what would give them to you? If uh, you... Number one, you make my dreams, Hollow Oats. <laughs> no, uh, I feel like uh, a lot of Bonnie Vare songs do that for me. Like okay. Holocene is a. Uh, like every time that song comes in, it's just like I just feel like that song touches my soul for some reason. Okay, and uh, for some reason, uh, "Stairway to Heaven." Yeah, that yeah, that's for sure an appropriate and, one. But like, 
I think that it's different for me than like I think that what you would why you would classify it as that because like Stairway to Heaven for me is like a creepy song and I think that it like gives me it gives me goosebumps because it's just like it's very it's very weird and like mysterious to me uh, and I think that it's because when I was a when I was like younger. Um, I found like one of those videos on the internet where like it fucking plays the song backwards. Oh yeah. And it like has the, I forget what the message is, but Mm -hmm. it's like a Satan message. And every time I got to that part as a kid, the, that song would creep me the fuck out and turn it off. Oh wow. I think that the first time that I listened to stairway to heaven in full was like within the past year. Really? Yeah. Because I could never get through it. Cause every time I got to that part, I would just be like fucking creeped the hell out. They didn't play those at like uh, dances or anything like no, that. No, I don't think so. Huh? Um, yeah. So stairway to heaven, where that would typically happen, would be at the da 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 like right, like the the part right before the guitar solo. So that's where like people would be like, "Oh shit!" I think for me, it's like the "There's a bustle in your head." Yeah, yeah, that play, that spot, and that's the spot where the fucking subliminal message is. So it creeps you the fuck out. So I was more of a Black Sabbath guy than a zeppelin guy as a kid so i learned very young don't fucking listen to the shit of when people say that there's fucking subliminal messages it's just because fucking tipper gore is an asshole and she, the, the, all the fucking haters don't listen to them so i was groomed to pay no mind to any of that shit um yeah i'm gonna uh i actually have one of these songs already on the the playlist that i got going right now but i'll make like a separate goosebumps playlist uh another one uh is uh bright lights and cityscapes by sarah brellis okay. you hear that shit and that's but that's gonna that's more of like a push you over the edge to fucking weeping kind of thing but i don't know uh fucking listeners t- t- i want to know i, I honestly do, do want to know like what your crying songs are i want to mm. know what your goosebumps songs yeah. are uh that is that's something that like you, you i unfortunately don't have crying songs really because i just can't, i can't cry i i can cry but like i can't pinpoint what makes me cry like i'll just hear a song that didn't make me cry yeah. in when i've heard it before but then like if i'm just in the right frame or the the wrong frame of yeah. mind and i hear it it's just like fuck when i saw fleetwood mac i thought that i was going to cry during silver springs okay. and uh that's like a great earlier great feeling, this, though, yeah to cry when you're listening to music right and uh during and earlier in the set they did landslide and that just got me and landslide has always been like a. I know that Landside is a fucking great song and it's unbelievable. One of their best songs, but I just know that like, I think other people, that's like a lot of other people's favorite Fleetwood Mac song. So I feel like I don't get to have it because if it's not my favorite one, then like, I'm just a fucking poser with that song. So I've always loved it, but I'm like, it's, it's just not mine. And, but just that song, because of what it's about and everything, I was like, oh man, yeah, this is fucking doing it for me. So yeah, uh, I haven't shared a lot of mine, but I do have a bunch of them. I'll put them all on a playlist and I hope that you guys enjoy them. Uh, one last little thing. I went to a party this weekend and, uh, they did a thing where the, a, uh, we put on a lot of the yodeling Walmart kid remixes, uh, some complaints, but mostly Really fucking took off. A lot At of dancing least for that. the first couple times. Right. Uh, but a thing that they did, I was so impressed. I, I know, I knew like, I knew one person at this party, but a thing that they did was they put on uh, France and the Lights videos and just faced the TV and everyone just mimicked the dance moves along to it. And as long as you've seen those videos like once or twice, you can at least mimic it back. And it was such a fucking great time. I didn't know any of these fucking people. And I was standing there. I like friends. I could mostly do just cause I had seen it. Mm-hmm. But when, when we did, can I have this, may I have this dance? I was like, honestly, like a hundred out of a hundred. If this were fucking dance, dance revolution, I would have been expert. You go to some weird fucking parties, man, but like I, they sound great. 